0: This is Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. For more information, please visit my website at spiritualityunpacked.com. It's Laura. How are you? Happy Thursday. Welcome back. Welcome to Spirituality Unpacked. I hope you are doing well today. So I wanted to actually talk about some of the gifts that I have and how that's evolved. And what I'm hoping to do for you is, is if you're struggling with your intuition, if you're struggling with some of your own gifts, I'm hoping maybe this will be helpful for you. It's kind of my goal here. So Let's see. Let, I want to start with with intuition. Because it was something that sort of turned on rather suddenly one day, and it was during my my quote-unquote awakening experience a few years back. And that gift turned on rather suddenly. So what happened was I flipped, I grabbed a pendulum. And for those of you like think ring on a string, right? For those of you that don't know what a pendulum is, It's sort of a a weighted object uh, at the bottom of a string or a chain of some kind and you hold it up and without actually moving your arm, the thing starts to spin or move in some direction. So I had always been interested in psychics. I had always had a thing about, about, I I had always liked divination and the idea of, of being able to talk to the spirit world. But for many, many years, I couldn't do it until finally one day, During my awakening, I got the nudge to pick up a pendulum, which was, of course, intuition. And I picked up that pendulum and the thing started to swing, went around in circles. And I was like, they're finally communicating with me. And what you have to understand is at that point in the process, I was in so much pain. And I was so confused that I started drilling that poor pendulum and the spirit guide on the other end of it with... Questions because I just didn't understand so I actually ended up I made a kind of a homemade Ouija board because I put numbers and letters on a sheet of paper And then I would use the pendulum to point at the numbers and letters So I created a little bit of a Ouija board for myself and I was starting to get Starting to get messages and back in the day there. I read I read a blog somewhere online That at the time said the best way to help with 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 your clairaudience which is the ability to hear The spirit world right so actually hear voices or words or something like that right Um, the ability to hear helping with your clear audience helping with your intuition the best way to do that is to use something like tarot cards to do other forms of divination and try to use the cards intuitively well it took me about 30 seconds to order a tarot deck I ordered just a standard Rider Waite tarot and so began my journey with tarot and intuition It wasn't very long after that that I started offering tarot and intuitive readings it was not very long after that that I started using my gifts to help others but there's a catch because I've said before that I wanted to hide behind the tarot but I didn't like talking about certain things I didn't like giving certain messages. My guides, the the, the 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 spirits that give me the messages that, that, that give me the intuition that I have can be quite blunt sometimes. So um, I, I didn't I wasn't comfortable with those messages. So in the beginning, while I well I endeavored to give people the truth and give people the messages that I was getting, because that was to me the only way it made sense. It didn't make sense if I was sugarcoating or covering it up. I was definitely very apologetic <laughs> about what was coming through because the things were very blunt. And it, it has been definitely an evolution for myself of having to get more and more and more comfortable with what's coming through and what's coming across. I apologize a lot less now than I used to. And actually, I, I haven't apologized at all, really. Half the time, I don't even know. I, I did it the other day. I had a client call and and I said something about that person not being able to wear a watch because the energy was so strong and the watch would like blow up within 30 seconds. And the person went, how'd you know that? And it, but it was just this moment of like, I didn't even realize that that was an intuitive comment until the other person's going, how'd you know that? Well, <laughs> I'm a psychic. It's called intuition. Sometimes I get things. I don't even always realize what they are and I say stuff and so now whether you bring it up to me or not is up to you but but those kinds of things are confirmation to me that that I'm the the, the stuff that I'm getting the words that I'm I'm channeling the messages that I'm receiving are in fact accurate so what can I do with this intuition thing that I have right So well, the first one is exactly what I just talked about, it's this idea of when I'm having conversations with people, when I'm in client calls like that, I can just sort of channel information, I I get things, sometimes they don't always make a whole lot of sense to me, but they make sense to you, so I can do those things. I can talk to transition loved ones, so I get that guidance coming through as well. So when I'm in calls with people, all of your transitioned loved ones are always all around you. And so, you know, sometimes they want to talk and a lot of times they don't. And sometimes it just depends on how comfortable the person is with that with that idea. I have clients that I talk to regularly. Who you know they're they're transitioned. Whoever comes in like daily, like every time, right? And but it just depends on you know, and it depends on the person. It depends on on the on the level of connection that they have to each other after death, right? So after human death, right? Um, there's no such thing as spirit death. So just, just it's just the human form, right? So okay, so I can talk to I can talk to transition people. I get. I get guidance um, intuitively. I, I, but sometimes I even know things. So, so what I do is you you will, for private coaching, for example, when you fill in that application. But one of the things that I do is I pull cards. Right, I'm like, okay, what do I need to know about this person? What do I need to know about that person? So. I don't get gory details. I never do, right? It's not about me getting gory details. It's just about me having an understanding of what's coming. I can read your application and see quite clearly where we're stuck. But, you know, the cards will give me a little bit more about whether you're overthinking it or whether you are, um, whether you're afraid to do it um, or or what's going on, whether you don't trust yourself or what have you. So I, I get some of those ideas um i don't after the first meeting or two i i I stop pulling cards for you unless i get pulled to do it right um yes cardboard talks so once you're intuitive one of the things that i have that intuitive ability is objects may have spirits attached to them often do and so they will they will quote unquote talk the the object has an energy And I can read that energy. The object has a spirit guide. In the case of tarot and oracle, the objects have spirit guides attached. And so I I get messages. Cards will yell and tell me they want to talk or give me a message. So the deck will actually speak to me and tell me what it wants to do. I don't always get words. I, I do get words a lot. I don't always get words sometimes I get images sometimes I just get feelings sometimes I get music uh, lyrics I, I get craziness sometimes but always I you know learning to trust it is is a thing right and this is where people struggle so it's either one of two things because when intuition first comes in it's kind of like a static radio it, it, it's kind of out of tune and so it, it's really like tuning an old school radio. You have, to, you have to kind of fine tune the dial and the best way to fine tune the dial is to use it as much as you possibly can. That's how you get the clarity. That's where clarity comes from is using it and then learning to trust it and not just dismiss it, right? So the logical brain wants to dismiss it, right? Because it's like, well, what, where did that come from? You know, that wasn't me. I didn't say that. So it can't be anything important, right? And the, the logical mind wants to pu- push away what comes through. Or the other thing that happens is is somebody will ask me a question, an intuitive question, and my logical brain and chime in, but you don't know the answer to that. Well, yes, I do. It's called intuition. But even to this day, Sometimes the logical mind chirps in and is like, you're not supposed to know that, or you can't know that, or, you know, there's something there's something wrong with you. The idea that, that, that I can know, even now, my logical mind goes, but you're not supposed to be able to do that, right? So the logical mind is always in there chiming in going, but you can't, you don't know that but i actually do know that because that's how it works right i get the guidance and so when you're tuning it when you're when you're understanding how it works and what you can do with it it really is like fine-tuning an old-school radio and you really have to use it a lot you have to pay attention so i suggest always using other forms of divination to do it whether it's tarot or pendulum or something else but Always I suggest using other forms of divination to help you tune into your guidance. And if you don't want to do that, and that's okay, then you have to learn to pay attention to your thoughts. You have to learn to pay attention to what's coming into your mind. You have to learn to pay attention to everything that shows up. Because what you have to learn to do then is discern between what's intuitive and what's just your brain jabbering on about nothing. You, you have to figure out which is which, right? And and there are times now because it, it's, I've been practicing, right? It, it's a little seamless. So there are times now when I don't necessarily pay attention, especially when the messages are more mundane, um, like, you know, watches blowing up. Messages are more mundane. And so when those messages aren't as, aren't as critical, aren't as important, even if they are kind of, you know, they, they can be a little, how do you know that? <laughs> um, when the messages are more mundane, I don't always, the, the filter isn't as strong, so I'm not always paying as much attention. And so I'll just sort of, I'll sort of just share and, and you'll just hear me say stuff and you'll be like, how'd you know that? Yeah, because I'm not really paying attention. But there are times when it's much stronger and the message is much more, much more hard hitting. And I can remember in the early years really struggling with those difficult messages because, because I was this shy, quiet thing that didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And so I really, really struggled with giving more difficult messages. It was really hard for me to do. But the point of being a good intuitive is actually giving even the difficult messages, right? And what you'll find is if intuitives aren't really accurate for you, um, if you've been to an intuitive before and what you find is they're not, they're not accurate or they're not telling you everything, potentially, there's usually a couple of reasons for that. Number one, they're scared of giving the messages, so they don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. They don't want to say anything bad, so they, they, they avoid those messages. The second reason can be that they're filtering the messages through their own ego and their own worldview which is common, because you kind of have to separate yourself from what's coming in, right? So what I need may not be what you need. (laughs) And so the messages that come through aren't for me. So me filtering them through my ego or my life or my story doesn't really help you, right? So finding ways to take myself, my ego, my story out of the picture is really, really important when I'm channeling, when I'm intuitive like that. It is important for me to stay out of some of those messages sometimes because they aren't about me, right? So <laughs> so sometimes, yes, you will find people that are a little scared of their power and they won't say everything. Or they will say the opposite or sugarcoat it in some way, or it gets filtered through their own stuff, right? So it's that idea of perception that we talk about all the time, right? When you get those intuitive messages, you, ha- you run the risk of filtering them through your own perception. And that's, that's the issue, right? But when you do that, then it's filtered through all of your pain, all of your trauma, your story, all your things, And that's a problem because what it does is it clouds it waters down it changes the message so intuition is kind of like playing a game of telephone you never quite know (laughs) what's gonna get there right when you're whispering in the next person's ear and the next person's ear and the next person's ear that message can change a whole heck of a lot right depending on how clear the people hear the messages right so but this is kind of the same way in in a sense, because you have to be able to clearly hear what you get. You have to be able to clearly know what you're seeing or what you're feeling or what you're getting, and then be able to pass that message on in a way that isn't filtered through your ego and your pain and your story and your staff. And sometimes that's hard to do. Um, you know, it's it's not easy, especially when the topics are touchy, especially when, um, maybe you've had a similar experience to that other person. Um, you know, intuition is an interesting one. So my intuition is very connected to my um, energy, energy healing abilities. So when if you've ever done a, a session with me, you'll see I wave my hands around like a mad person swatting at invisible mosquitoes. And what that is, is um, I see people's energy fields and so it kind of looks a little bit like lego blocks but the lego blocks have your chakra system attached to it the lego blocks have a door that would be the akashic records um the the lego blocks also have a lot of different cords coming off of them because i can see i can see your pain and trauma i can and i can see all of your connections and this is this is six degrees of separation on steroids because i can connect to anybody you're connected to anybody they are connected to anybody anybody that those those people are connected to and so on so i can connect to anybody no matter how distant from you they are how many degrees of separation there there are if you're aware of them then i can be aware of them too so it can be your mother sister's boyfriend's cousin niece's nephew right like you can go down the chain and i can i can go find that person so it doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who they are, and it also doesn't matter whether they're in body or not. Um, and that that can be fun. Uh, <laughs> that's a that's a fun experiment because I don't always know if they're dead or alive. I, I don't often get um I don't get told that, and I I um the messages come in the same way. The intuition is the same. So it actually doesn't matter to me whether they're in, in spirit or in physical. It doesn't it you no know, doesn't matter one way or the other. And I often don't even know. Um, so, um, because I get them the same way, the messages come through the same the same way. So, um, I I don't know. It doesn't matter to me whether they're in physical form or spirit form. Um, I I don't. It it just doesn't matter. Um, so that means that I get messages from people. Um, so I can read other people's energy fields. And so what happens is if they are in human form, still, um, if they are still in their bodies, um, I'm picking up on their energy. What happens when they're in spirit form? I pick up on their energy. So that means that I'm talking to the spirit of that person. I'm talking to the energy of that person. I'm getting the messages from the energy of that person. So when they're still in physical form, often their energy is incongruent. It's not congruent with um, what they might be doing or saying in human, right? So because of how humans are, <laughs> because of what humans are and what what humans do, um, they're not necessarily congruent all the time right So the energy isn't necessarily telling me the, tr- the the energy is telling me the truth, but their human form may not be acknowledging that truth yet their human form may or may not be responding. sometimes they do and sometimes they don't And so, which is how when you're in a, when you're in a session with me, I'll say, okay, but your energy ratted you out right there, right? (laughs) And I'll tell you, your energy ratted you out, right? I feel the fear coming off of you, even though you said X, right? So it's impossible to hide. You really can't because your energy is going to rat you out. So if your energy is incongruent with what you're saying, then I'm probably going to call you on it and be like, okay, your energy is giving you away. What's the fear behind that? Why? Are, why is that bothering you? Why did? Why is your energy? Why did your energy shut down right there? Why did you block me? What? What is that, right? And so we're gonna have the conversation, and it, it's not necessarily a conscious thing that you're doing, right? It, it's not. It's not necessarily conscious. The person isn't necessarily having a conscious thought that says, "I'm gonna do X," but these are the things that happen, and so you know, having the conversation and making you aware of, well, okay, your energy is doing this. So what's going on behind the scenes there? That's important. That energetic awareness of yourself is important, right? But the only way you're going to know that the two aren't, aren't playing nicely with each other, they aren't congruent, is if somebody points it out. And then that allows you to tune in for yourself and figure out what's true, right? And that's important that's important right so it's hard to hide because your energy will tell me um when you say something um it's going to be really hard to hide from me um because I'm going to know right away your energy is going to rat you out um does that mean that that when I go to a mall I get really overwhelmed no because I have control okay so when when I when I go to the mall um, or when I go to the store, or when I'm surrounded by a lot of people, um, I just sort of turn that part off. Um, we don't need to have that have that going. I don't need it blasting 24-7. Probably some of the loudest places that I go to are actually not stores. They're cemeteries. Um, <laughs> they, they are cemeteries. That, those are some of the loudest places that I can hang out. Um, that, that is actually the place where it's most difficult for me to, to shut off because the messages from all of those people that are there are very, very strong. And there are a lot of them. There are many and they are all talking at the same time. But I don't have that problem when I'm in a, in a store. I don't, I don't have that problem in most public places. So the loudest place for me to hang out is by far is a cemetery. Um, for the most part, I have control. I, I don't. I don't allow messages in unless I need them. Um, it doesn't serve me to go around reading everybody's energy. It just doesn't. <laughs> it, it's not helpful. Um, so I don't. Um, I I make sure. I try to make sure that I use my I use my gifts when they're most helpful. Right. So if it's not helpful in the moment, then we just don't use it. Right. Um, but that also means that. Um you know I have to be aware of myself because I can use my intuition for my own benefit and and I'm I'm prone to when I'm not working with other people I'm prone to turning it off which isn't always helpful um <laughs> even though I do a lot of a lot of tarot for myself um I'm actually prone to turning it off when I'm not actively working um so yeah so that's interesting Um, but, um, I'm, I'm working on the idea of getting better with that, um, and, and using it more for myself and not just, not just calling it a, a, a working thing that I do, a working skill, a working gift that I have. It's not just that it actually, um, can be beneficial to me as well. Um, but are there things that I know? Yeah. There, there's there's things you know I, I know too much as they keep telling me they remind me all the time that I know too much uh, <laughs> but I don't think of it in a bad way it just means that I can't go backwards anymore right it just means that that I can't I, I can't unknow it at this point so when I know things now, when I have that information, I can't unknow that information. It's, it's there. And I've, I've said before in many a blog that I'm, I'm clairvoyant. So usually what I get is some sort of future outcome. Um, and the future could be tomorrow and the future could be 10 years from now. But I, I do get future outcome. So I tend to know what's going to happen next. I I tend to know I tend to know the next the next thing, right? So it's clairvoyant, but I don't always see the path in the middle. So I don't always get I don't always get that knowledge, right? But the clairvoyance, the future knowing, um, is an interesting an interesting skill to have, um, and how how that plays out because I don't always see. The path right so and I don't know whether it's going to happen right away or six months from now or ten years from now I have no idea right they, they don't show me timelines because it depends on the human it depends on the person that's on the path how quickly can they quote-unquote heal and move move across move down the road right how fast can you do that and and depending on how fast they do that determines the speed of the path right so the faster they get out of their own way or learn the lesson they need to learn in that section of the road or whatever it is for them, the quicker it goes, right? So it can go really quickly because some people are just really good at doing that stuff. And for others, it goes really slowly because they're still overthinking it and they're caught in their stuff and whatever. So it just depends. Everybody does it differently, right? And there's no right or wrong way to do it. One isn't better than the other. It's just the degree to which the person is able to to navigate for themselves and, and do so, you know, in, in a in a given time frame. Um and so it's it's open it's open-ended a lot of the times and and that's that's just the way it works, right? Um, and so because human free will plays into all of this, right? So you can you can I, I see an outcome, but if you change your mind five minutes after we talk based on something I said, then that outcome is no longer valid. It changes almost immediately. That's part of the deal that that's part of part of what happens, right? Um so, you know asking me for outcomes you know if 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 you're not firm in that outcome or if you're changing your mind um you know human free will plays a role um so i'm gonna give you i might give you an outcome but that's gonna change if you change the direction if you just up and change plans um then the outcome might change as well that's kind of part of what happens right um, but combined with that clairvoyance, then I also get little things, right? I get little pieces of information. I get little knowings about things, right. Um, and so I'll say stuff and it'll be pretty quippy and 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 it might be like, how do you know that? Um, and that that's part of the deal, right? That is part of part of what I get. Um, the power um, seems to be getting stronger. Um, as I get more, more comfortable with it as I learn to use it more and more and more. Um, it's definitely increasing. It it there's levels of this for sure, right? So I didn't start out with energy healing and intuition and tarot, right? So it was a process, right? I used tarot to to be intuitive, and then it was a little while after tarot and intuition that uh, the energy healing came on. I think it was a good year 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 and a half, two years between my intuition turning on and, and the energy healing following following that and the energy healing is my own thing it came to me through my guides it didn't come um it's i i can do reiki but i don't do reiki right um it came to me through my guides it's my own thing it's my own skill um and it's unique it's unique to me as far as i know so Energy healing isn't necessarily what you think it is or what you think it should be. You know, there are some traditional forms of energy healing out there for sure. Um, I don't use those. I have my own brand of it. So what I can do with it is is clear your energy field. When you kick off stuff, I can move that out of the way. I use your energy to tell me what's going on. I can feel you that way. I'm, I'm not a traditional empath in the sense that... Um, I don't just walk around picking up everybody's emotions all the time, but your energy will rot you out and I can feel what you're feeling via your energy and your energy field. So I I can cheat. The energy gift that I have combined with my intuition allows me to mimic most other things, but I don't, most other gifts, but I don't do them in traditional ways. Um, And I don't have the same issues with them that people have. It, it is ultimately about gaining control over it, learning how to use it effectively um, and that mastering the skill. Really, it's like anything. It takes practice. All of this stuff can take a little bit of practice to understand not so much how to do it, but what you're doing and what you're getting um, and and how you can use that information to your advantage. How is that going to help you moving forward? How can you use it to help other people? Those are the kinds of things that we learn, right? So the energy healing itself when it first turned on and I I, I can remember, you know, doing a few a few freebie energy clearing sessions for folks, kind of guinea pigging it, just trying to figure out what it was doing, right? And and but did I have to practice? in the sense that, that I could screw it up, no, it's not possible for me to screw it up. But in order for me to logically understand what was going on and what I could do and, and how it would best serve me, I did have to do it. Like that was kind of how it went. I, I actually had to do it. I had to tune my intuition into what was happening and understand what was going on. Um, you know, I... Um, And understand the limits of what I was doing and also the limits of what other people can handle based on what I do, right? Um, Good or bad, right or wrong, I have the ability to make people sick if I move too much energy around. Um, And so I have to be careful of something sometimes, right? So we try to be gentle on folks. And actually, my energy healing, I use it differently now. Um, you know, because I'm I'm having conversations with people now and we're diving a little bit deeper. And so I, I don't I don't stay as, as connected as much as I used to. Um, I, I use it to to help people to feel into people, to understand what they're telling me and what's going on, to get messages, to, to check the energy, to make sure that you're you're congruent. I, I use it I use it very differently than I used to. So even that has evolved over time, um, still just as, as valuable to me as ever, and probably more so now than it ever was before. So I hope that was helpful to you. Um, a little bit of uh, uh, rambling on about, about my gifts and, and how they show up for me and, and, and how they might help you um, if you have gifts for yourself and, and the idea that you just you practice. All right. So thanks so much for listening, everybody. Um, If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to like, share and subscribe from whatever platform you're listening to this on. I would greatly appreciate it. Thanks so much. Um, Have a good weekend and I will talk to you again on Monday. Bye for now. This has been Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share. Thanks so much for listening.